This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Beringer Ingelheim Animal Health, a global leader in preventative animal health care products. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Department of Agriculture is looking at a potentially delayed harvest. Weather issues from planting through harvest have led many to believe there will be troubles getting crops out of the field this year. USDA Farm Program Undersecretary Bill Northey says they expect more widespread harvest delays. We always have a few producers uh, that will have a challenge getting harvest done. We're going to have a lot more producers this year, both because the crops went in late, some maturities are later, and then we have large parts of the country where we are really struggling to get harvest done, certainly North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, and pockets everywhere else uh, where we're having trouble getting harvest done and those end of insurance periods are starting to approach on some of the crops. He said USDA has already heard from farmers and crop insurance companies about weather challenges across the country. A lot of issues around uh, that snowstorm that hit with drifts, wet snow and drifts and every farmer in an area that it, where it can snow. Uh, I certainly was from an area like that. Know what happens when you get a a drift of snow higher than the ear of corn. It takes, when it melts, it takes that ear down with it, sometimes takes the stalk down with it. In some cases, I heard of some drifts that were certainly above the ear, sometimes almost as high as the corn stalk itself along the edges of some of these fields. USDA says a producer should notify their crop insurance agent if they'll be in need of more harvest time. Northey says if that communication happens through a phone call or a conversation, it's a good idea to follow up with a letter or an email to put the request in writing. According to USDA's Crop Progress Report, 30% of the nation's corn crop was harvested as of Sunday the 20th. That's compared to a 47% five-year average. Soybeans are in a similar position. 46% of the crop was harvested as of Sunday the 20th, almost 20% behind the 64% five-year average. There's now just four weeks left with both the House and Senate in session before the end of the year. National Cattlemen's Beef Association CEO Colin Woodall says the time between now and the end of the year is critical. Election years are really tough to get a lot of legislation passed. They're even tougher in presidential election years, which of course is what we have coming up. So we believe that if we're not successful in getting things done here by the end of the year, our chances of getting them done before the election are pretty slim. He says NCBA's top priority is to see passage of the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Top of mind and leading that list by far is ratification, passage of USMCA, something that we have been working very closely with the Trump administration. Oh, we've been working very closely with the Canadians and the Mexicans as well, and now it is up to Congress to get this thing done. We believe that we have the votes. And if we were to have a vote today, we believe it would pass. Both chambers will be in town next week and for two weeks each in November and December. The House will not be in session the week of November 4th, but the Senate will be. Tomorrow is National Prescription Drug Take-Back Day, giving people across the country the chance to dispose of unwanted prescription drugs, including previously prescribed opioids. Earlier this week, White House Director of the Office of National Drug Control Policy Jim Carroll and American Farm Bureau Federation President Zippy Duval penned an op-ed on the subject on agripulse.com. They say disposing of the drugs through the National Take-Back Day could potentially save the life of a friend or family member and help lessen the opioid crisis across the nation. But Carroll says there's also environmental benefits to this method of disposal. We need to environmentally take precautions to make sure they don't wind up in our water supply, being in, you know, landfills, that's really not the way to dispose of it. If they can, you know, they just drop it off in a box, um, they're safely environmentally disposed of. 
We work very closely, you know, with the appropriate companies across the country to make sure that these are handled in such a way as they can't harm anyone, nor can they harm the environment. Drugs can be returned to a number of sites, including police departments and sheriff's offices. A list of take-back facilities in your area can be found at takebackday.doe.gov. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by Behringer Engelheim Animal Health, a global leader in preventative animal health care products for livestock and companion animals. From Georgia to Missouri, Iowa to Puerto Rico, more than 3,000 U.S. employees power our business. Learn more at the link in today's Drive Time email. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.